0: I just want to start off this morning by just kind of recapping where we've been. We're in the gathering conversations, right? And this is all just to redirect our sights on what we're set on, right? Uh, kind of the phrase that God's just been uh, putting on my heart lately is, where are your eyes fixed at? That is the one thing that he just keeps playing over and over and over. And there's a couple songs that I absolutely love that are called Fix My Eyes. Um, but that's just been the phrase that's just been on repeat uh, in my heart and in my mind. Um, and so that's what the ga- uh, the gathering conversations are all about, is really fixing our eyes on Christ uh, and reassessing where we're at in our walk with Him. So today is aptly titled, Watch Your Step. Okay, has anybody ever been to uh, the battleship? Yeah? Okay. Who has been down as far as you can go? Okay, a few of you. Okay. On your way down, all those many flights of stairs. What are one of the? What's one of the phrases that you see a lot, on top and bottom? Watch your head and watch your step. Right? <laughs> Has anybody missed those and actually uh, tripped? <laughs> it's an easy thing. To, <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, or hit your head. I'm not that tall, and I still do that. So, yeah, I mean, it's an easy thing to do, and it's a good thing to have signs because. I mean, they help sometimes, but even still, sometimes we still trip, we still hit our head or whatever, and it's not fun at all. But just keeping that in mind this morning, like I said, we're talking about watch your step. Uh, And so just to kind of point you in the direction that we're going to go this morning, we're going to talk about how God is light. We're going to talk about how he is the one that shines on our path, right? Uh, To guide us along our walk, in in our walk with him. And then uh, we're going to talk about where that ultimately leads you to. Where does that point you to? What is, what is the purpose in that? So uh, let's pray, and then we're going to dive into 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, okay? Let's pray. God, we thank you for this morning. God, we thank you for the heat that we have inside the building this morning <laughs> as we're slowly warming up and waking up. Um, God, we're thankful for that extra hour of sleep that we got last night as well. Um, and God, I just pray that, uh, today and in the weeks to come that we remember that you make all things new and God, that just because seasons constantly roll around and God, you show your faithfulness in that God, you also continually make things new. So God, I pray that if we're stale in our walk with you, God, if we're either walking in darkness and not in the light, God, I pray that you would come in and liven us up again, make us new again. Uh, God, we do thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for your word that we're about to read. And God, I pray that you would just uh, speak into our hearts exactly what you want for us to know this morning, and exactly what you want for us to hear. So that way we can grow closer to you as you draw close to us. We thank you and we love you. And it's all in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so let's dive into 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. It says, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light, and there is absolutely no darkness in him. If we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. Right. So that's, an all, that's a great passage. And if you know anything about John, not John the Baptist, and I don't mean Baptist as in, like what we are, (laughs) not Southern Baptists. He's the guy that baptized people. But um, this John that wrote 1st, 2nd, 3rd John and John the Gospel was uh, John the Revelator. He also wrote Revelations, but he's also the one that walked with Christ, right? And so he loves to talk about light. If you open up the Gospel of John, he starts off that book, that Gospel as well, with talking about light and life. And he does the same thing with uh, one of his letters in 1 John. It starts talking immediately about light and life. And so it is a huge theme as you go throughout the Bible. And so one of the first questions that we have is like, okay, what is the importance of light then? Do y'all like the lights that we have? Okay. Why do you like it? It reveals things, right? It makes it easy to see, right? And so the first thing that we're going to talk about is like how God is light. He actually is light, and it's because of his glory that just shines brightly, right? So I want to tell you all a little story. Um, I'm not a great camper at all, uh, but there was one time uh, for, for my birthday. It was like my 10th, 11th, 12th birthday, somewhere in there. So I was still young. Uh, I wanted to go camping, and so what we did, instead of going camping, we actually pitched a tent in the backyard and um, we watched scary movies. Does anybody else like scary movies? I say anybody else like I like them. They're not my favorite. But <laughs> we watched a scary movie sitting out there in the tent, uh, out by the wood line, um, and a couple, a good couple yards from the house. Uh, not a good combination. It was about 1 a.m., still couldn't sleep. <laughs> What do you do whenever you can't sleep after you've watched a scary movie? What's the first thing you do? Turn on the light, right? Why do we do that? Why are we so uh, scared of the dark? Why are we so uh, worried whenever darkness just seems like it's consuming? It's because it's not a fun place to be, right? It's not. Darkness is a scary thing. And so that helps us kind of get a better idea of what light is, right? I've always heard that the best way to define something is oftentimes by first stating what it's not. So we know that darkness is scary. We know that things can hide in the dark. We know that darkness just conceals things. So that gives us a better understanding of what light is. Light. When light is present, there's safety, right? When light is present it's really difficult for things to be hidden. That's why the first thing you go to whenever you are scared and in the dark is to turn on the flashlight, if you have one. (laughs) So, let me ask you, what does light remind you of? Um, I asked the same question last week. I was preaching last week somewhere else. And the one thing that kept coming up was like, it reminds you of heaven. Right? Because... We know that heaven is going to be bright. We know it's going to be light because it's filled with God's glory. But I'll tell you, one of the other things that it reminded me of, actually, was uh, does anybody like going to football games or anything? I love going to a high school football game. I haven't done it in years. But, yeah, it's fun, though, right? Would the football game be easy to see because it's at night? Would it be easy to see if they didn't have field lights? No. No. We'd be sitting on the sidelines or in the stadium just wasting our time, really. <laughs> but the thing is, is if it's, so, if it's too dark, though, turn on more lights. Uh, and if it gets to the point to, uh, to where you can't see, yeah, they usually turn on more lights that way you can see it better. So we know that it reveals things. We know that the light reveals things. We know that there's safety in it. We know it's where we can turn to whenever we're scared. So, in thinking about those things, we also get a good understanding of what darkness is, too, right? It's the absence of light. That is actually like the scientific definition of darkness, is the absence of light. It means there is absolutely none. Uh, It is a condition where things can be hidden and concealed, and there's just a lot less safety in the darkness. Whenever you think on these two things, like, there is actually an importance in, in light not just in our physical realm and our physical world but also in our spiritual walk it's easy to be caught up in spiritual darkness too because it just really pervades society right it really does, uh, does any, is anybody else a history buff I think I've asked in here before but what were the uh, <laughs> yeah, as a history teacher James right You're kind of a history buff <sighs> Um, there were the dark ages, right? You know why they were called the dark ages? It wasn't because they didn't have candles. It wasn't. It was because they were, it was spiritually dark. See, we use those things, like we use light and dark to define spiritual things. And it's because darkness does pervade society. In society, we want things hidden. We want things to where they're concealed. We want things to where um, our reputation can't be uh, messed up. We we don't want those things getting out, right? We want um, anonymity. I thought for a second because that's a difficult word to get (laughs) out. But yeah, we want anonymity and obscurity because then people can't know the real us and how messed up we truly are. We like darkness, But as children of the light, are we supposed to like darkness? I don't think so. I don't think so. And that's because, again, we are children of the light because God is light. So, if we were to jump back into that verse again, uh, it says we read that God is light, but what does it actually mean? There is absolutely no darkness in him. John clearly states that, which means that everything, Everything is revealed in Christ. Everything is revealed. There is truth in Christ. There is levity because there's no heaviness of darkness. Nothing is hidden in him. And also, too, there's life in him. God is light because he he has and is all these things. But I want you to think for a minute. Where light is, things grow, right? Right? Where darkness is, do things grow? Sometimes. But it's weird stuff, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. It's weird. We were talking over there uh, earlier before, uh, and just in praying, me, Nick, and Bobby, and we were talking about how walking in the light, and uh, Nick was like, Yeah, the only thing that grows in darkness is mold. And um, mold and other weird stuff, right? because there's lizards and stuff that live in these deep, dark caves. Well, they're weird, (laughs) y'all. But yeah, weird stuff grows in darkness. And so we're not supposed to be people who love the darkness, because coming to Christ is one of the most formative things in our lives. It should shape us. It should mold us. It should turn us into who we're going to be, right, as followers of Christ. So living in darkness... We don't want to grow weird things on us, right? We don't. Um, So it does beg the question, like, which one's better? Is living in darkness better or is living in the light? Y'all can answer that if you want to. Light, right? Yeah, living in the light is better. Living in the light is better. But now which one do you walk in? Like Whenever you wake up in the morning, what's the one thing that you turn to? Do you turn to God first and foremost, or do we turn to other things? Do we turn to the news as soon as we wake up, or do we turn to our Bible? Because you know, we've talked about this over the past few weeks, um, especially since the gathering conversations about where, where are our eyes fixed. We know that we want to bring God our first and our best, right? So whenever you first wake up in the morning, do you turn to the light or do you turn to the darkness? So this question actually made me think of a poem. Um, it is by Robert Frost. Okay. Does anybody know one poem by, written by him? I'm sure everybody probably knows the same one. <laughs> but the road not taken, right? I am not a literature buff at all. And so... The way I interpret this is probably different from the way that English teachers would interpret it. But this is the way, this is what it says. It says, Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim because it was a grassy and wanted wear, though as For that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, and leaves no step had trodden back. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh. Somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference." See, the thing is, is we're all at the same place in our lives every morning when we wake up, right? We're at a fork in the road. Every morning we wake up. We can choose to walk in the light or we can choose to walk in the darkness. And there's one path, just like he says. um, You can take the one less travel by because we know, we know that Scripture says that there is a narrow path and a wide path. There's a narrow gate and a wide gate. And we, again, daily get to make the decision of which one are we going to go through. Because we know that with God, he is light. And whenever we follow in him, we're either going to be in the place of uh, life and levity and actually having fun and joy in life. Or we're going to walk in darkness over here and take this path where we try and keep things obscure where we try and hide, where we try and stake out because we don't want to be fully known. It's a tough place to be. It's not a fun place to be. I want to be fully known. I don't know about y'all, but I do. Because that's an awesome thing. In being fully known, you know that you're fully loved because we are part of the family of God. Again, as children of the light, we are part of the family of God. So, where is your walk? This verse says, If we say we have fellowship with Him, and yet walk in darkness, we are lying and not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light as He Himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Who is that one another there? I believe that's not just Christ, but that's also with each other. Right? Right? Another part about light is it reveals other people that we can walk, walk alongside of and do life with and have fellowship with one another. Because again, in fellowship, there's being known and being loved. We ultimately are part of the family of Christ. Ultimately. <clears throat> if we call in the name of Jesus, we're part of the family of God. And we're called to walk in the light. It's not an easy thing to do. Would y'all can y'all admit that? Like, being a Christian is not always the easiest thing to do. But it's worth it, right? It is so worth it. And that's what we're called to do as children of the light, is to bring others into the light. We walk together. It's hard to do that in the darkness. (laughs) It really is. Because people get lost, people will trip, people will not watch their step, and they'll. And fall flat on their face. Or hit their head. (laughs) But that's the thing is we have to walk in the light. We have to watch our step. We have to know ultimately which path we're taking. And we do have to wake up every morning and give priority to God, not anything else. We have to give priority to Him alone. Because when we do that, man, He gets all the glory. I don't want glory for myself. It seems like a nice thing, but man, there's a lot of headaches that come with glory. (laughs) Right? Whenever we wake up and give glory to God, give Him our first and our best, we're walking in the light. And we get to, again, daily look and examine and assess what path we're on. We get to daily claim our allegiance to Christ. We get to daily claim our allegiance to being in the family of God. So again, like just take a look around you as you go throughout the week this week. And don't point out what is light and what is darkness, but think on how can I live out the light? Because we know that in Matthew chapter 5, He says you're the salt of the world and you're the light of the world. But well, the only way that we're the salt and the light is if we're throwing it, we're showing it through Jesus, letting Jesus live it out in us or letting Jesus be shown through the way we live. That's the best way to say it. But live in the light, walk in the light. The darkness isn't fun, right? So let's have fellowship with one another. Let's have fellowship with Christ. And just so you know, that word fellowship there uh, actually in Greek is often translated communion, too. Let's sit down and have a meal with Jesus. Let's walk in the light. And so if, we, if anybody here doesn't know what it means to walk in the light, then come and talk to us. We're always free. Or if you know that you haven't been walking in the light and you've been walking in the darkness and being consumed, by what culture spoon feeding us? Come on. Like, we will work we will work on it together because it's a struggle that everybody has. You're not alone in it, right? We get to, as a family, walk together in the light and we get to help each other along the path. So, again, if you don't know those two things, then come on and talk to us. I'll we'll be glad, happy to, glad and happy to pray for y'all. I'm mixing up my words this morning, y'all. I need another cup of coffee. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm going to pray. And if you want to talk, Come and talk, all right? God, we do thank you for this morning. We thank you for everything that you do, God. You are so good to us. You show us uh, you show us light. You show us the way to live. God, you uh, light up our path. And God, I just pray that you would help us to avoid the darkness. God, we know it's all around, and we know that you are the one um, who leads us in the way towards life and light. So God, help us to follow you. Help us to live out our lives in a way that pleases you. God, in a way that you get all the glory. God, in a way that we don't have to hide. God, in a way that we know that we are fully known and fully loved by you. God, help us to wake up every morning giving you our first and our best because we know that in that there is fellowship and communion with you. God, we do thank you. We love you. it's all in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.